0: Hey podcast lovers, welcome to Caffeine and High Hopes. I'm your host, Danny Weirden. You will be able to connect and listen to inspiring beings, local badasses, and overall good people. Honest conversations about business, relationships, parenthood, and everything in between can be found here. Get comfy and get ready to be motivated to live your best life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Caffeine and High Hopes uh, today we're doing a little different. We are talking on a topic that I've personally gone through. I know a lot of people who have gone through it, and it's just kind of interested me in the fact that it's a very common thing, and yet not many people are talking about it or open about it and it's a very hush hush kind of. Don't ask questions and carry on, kind of thing. So, we're talking about divorce today. Um, I went through my own in 2016. Uh, my son was only 10 months old, and it was quite a process uh, just to kind of pick up the pieces afterwards, which I wasn't really anticipating. But I mean, no one really anticipates a divorce. <laughs> um, this, a full disclaimer, this is not a bashing episode. Um, we are not coming on here to, you know, badmouth our ex husbands and all that fun stuff. Rather, we're going to focus on kind of like why divorces happen, um, how sometimes they're the best option, how to mend afterwards, plus the impact of them on future relationships and how to maneuver that. Because I feel like that's something not a lot of us are prepared for or don't really know what that looks like. Um, I do have some statistics here, which are really interesting. I looked up and the numbers are kind of crazy. So 40% of marriages in Canada end in divorce, which to me feels like a lot. Uh 20% of Canadians have parents that are separated or divorced. And 66% of divorced people do not have any intention on remarrying, which is alarming sixty six percent is a ton, so I just wanted to share that um and yeah, so now I'm gonna welcome on our guest. Uh, I have Nat Koenig coming on. She was gracious enough to reply to my little casting call about like, hey, who wants to talk about their divorce, <laughs> which I'm glad you did, and uh I loved your email that you wrote back. I was like, this is like exactly what I wanted. Um, so she's going to share her story uh, and how she coped with her previous divorce, what it's been like, all that good stuff. So yeah. Welcome on. Hello. <laughs> Are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Not a lot of people would, uh, be game <laughs> for something like this, but it's okay. I'm, and actually, honestly, I was really looking forward to this conversation, like since we agreed to do it, I'm like, oh, there's so much I want to talk about. Um, okay, but let's let's just dive into it, I guess. Um, so tell us tell us about like, I guess tell us about yourself right now, and then we'll go into like your previous marriage. Okay, so currently
1: I'm on maternity leave, um, have a newborn baby. I'm married now
0: <laughs> to okay. someone else.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, Finished school. I'm a registered massage therapist. Okay. Um, well, basically sums up my current state. Okay. Okay. That's good. <laughs> you are know, home with the baby. Nice and happy.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it's kind of nice, especially with like right now, like you're home anyways. It's not like you yeah. can- <laughs> Get out can't and- go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So... Tell us then about, like, we might as well just start, like, tell us about your previous marriage. Like, how old were you? Kind of what were the logistics of it? Okay, so I started
1: dating him when I was 19. Basically, my first boyfriend um, got super serious real fast.
0: Yep. Um, I moved
1: in in about three months. Oh, my God. Um, And I don't think we ever spent a day apart. Oh, like, okay. if we did, it was like, I think our one night apart was the night before our wedding. Like, I was Holy. with him every single day. Yeah. Um, we got engaged two years after dating. Okay. So I would have been 21
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then married at 22.
0: Okay. So it was all pretty, pretty quick. And I mean, pretty young, but. Yes, yeah, definitely young. I'll kind of give my two cents on that. Like, do you think that's like a small town expectation though? Kind of. Like, I feel like
1: when I got married, there was like a wave of like Mm -hmm. everyone my age was getting married. Yeah. And like, you know, it was like a trickle effect, like five or like a few people got engaged and just kind of like people just kept getting engaged and getting married. And
0: yeah, I felt like
1: it was almost trendy.
0: Yes. So okay, similar again similar experience. So we started dating when I was 17 and we were I think I think it was about a year I moved in and then we were engaged I think about the same. I think it was 2 years later. I was only I can't even, I can't even remember now. It was so long ago. Uh, No, it was because then I was 19 when I got engaged, which thinking back now, I'm like, that's so gross. I was a child. Who are (laughs) you? (laughs) And then married at, I think I was 20. Yeah, it was a year later. So same idea, but like no one thought anything of it.
1: Like it was. Yeah, Everyone just thinks like, you're happy. Go do it.
0: Yeah. Like it's a small town. It's fine. Like you guys have been together a couple of years now. Like you might as well get married. Like there was no, I don't know. I just, to me right now, thinking back, I'm like, if I knew a 19 year old that I was close with that got engaged and was like, I'm marrying my boyfriend, I would be like, what are you doing? (laughs) I would say, wait five years. Yes. and see where you're at yes like wait until you're an adult and like yeah. fully can handle things on your own I don't know that's a whole other tangent of it yeah. um okay bringing it back so mm-hmm. how long were you guys married uh we
1: were married for I think four years okay together total for like seven I think
0: Oh my God. Like we are like the same.
1: (laughs) This is crazy.
0: Cause we made, yeah, we were, we were all, we almost made five years and we were together for seven, almost eight years. Yeah. We separated right before our four year
1: anniversary. I think, or maybe I can't remember.
0: Okay. (laughs) So what was, um, and I mean, share as much as you want or as little as you want, but what was the final straw to decide that divorce was the best option? Like, was this something that was building? Did you guys try, you know, fixing it before it was just a full blown, we're getting a divorce? Or how did that look?
1: Um, So basically, because our relationship was very much uh, one sided, Mm -hmm. I had fully like lost myself and who I was in this relationship. Mm -hmm. All I did was like live for him. I didn't have a single thing for myself. My friends were his friends. I didn't really have friends of my own. And, and uh, I'd wanted to go to school and I never ended up going to school just because like life happened. And I wanted to, you know, support him and, you know, make sure he's happy. And one day, some of my friends had graduated from nursing school, which I had wanted to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, damn, like, that could have been me. Like, Oh my life is just like flowing by me. So I had mentioned that like I wanted to go to school and it was like completely unsupported. Mm. And throughout this relationship like I felt like you know a lot of my things had been like pushed aside and I think it was just like building up. Right. And then that was like kind of like a huge thing when I was like hey wait like I'm I'm so unhappy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So we tried to do some counseling And even, like, with the counselors, it was, um, it was telling us, like, you know, he needs to work on supporting me, and I need to, like, um, stick up for myself, and, like, I need to do what makes me happy. But I felt like I couldn't. Hmm. I felt like I was just, um, whatever I wanted to do wasn't okay. It was, felt like it was wrong. Um, So then, yeah, I just, like, we started going to counseling and at that mm-hmm. point like nothing was changing, nothing was improving.
0: We would was go to he, counseling was he actively and- doing like the work that they were telling or like or was he kind of just like going to the sessions and then Yeah just because not- I wanted to go to the counseling, it was like he would go.
1: Okay. But he would in in the counseling sessions, like he would get defensive and like uh yeah, get upset yeah. That, that like we were talking about subjects he didn't want to talk about or mm. you know going from there whatever but um and then i had um like been talking to someone and i was just like telling them about what i was going through and it was my sister and she was just like you know no one says you need to stay oh my god no <laughs> like you don't have to be unhappy yeah and i was like what <laughs> like, it's like mind blowing like yeah. i don't have to be unhappy i don't have to be like you know you don't have to stick it out. Relationship, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it was just, I just like said, like I, I can't do it anymore. Like it's, yeah. I've had so much resentment build up and, and like trust issues that I just, I couldn't go forward with it. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he didn't show up to one of our counseling sessions. So then I was like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> there, there's your kind of
0: like indicator. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like um had your sister not said that, like, was, was divorce ever an option to you? Like, would you have come up with that on your own? Or did it take that little nudge of being like, Hey, you know, you don't have to keep doing this.
1: It was often in my mind, but, um, I was just so scared. Like it, I couldn't, um, I didn't want to let anyone down. I didn't want to like, you know, I got married to this person and it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be for life. So like, but my life shouldn't feel like this. So yeah. Big time. Until someone like, you know, okayed it. I, I didn't feel confident doing it on my own. To take that direction.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. And this is totally my own separate experience, but it was like, as soon as you got married, I felt like this is a, you know, divorce was not an option. Like you made this decision, you're going to make it work. And it was, Mm -hmm deal with the ups and downs, and i don 't know if that 's a again like a small town thing or just like a cultural thing but i didn 't really we didn 't really know anyone that was divorced like a lot of my um, like parents' friends and stuff they weren't nobody really went through a divorce there was the yeah. odd one um, so it was always kind of like nope, you need to stick this out like you made this decision." it's just, it wasn't on the table. So like, I'm glad that she said that to you. Like, I feel like a yeah. lot of people wouldn't have. It like, just feels like divorce isn't
1: supported. Yes. Like it should, like, not that I'm saying like people need to get divorced, but I just right. mean like, if, if you need to get divorced, do you it. get
0: divorced. Yeah. Like you should take a look at your, because again, like everyone kind of has that, um, idea of, you know, oh, yeah. Sometimes marriage is hard and you have to be miserable and, you know, do what the other person, And it's like, no, it should not be like that. Yeah. Like you should not be full of resentment and be struggling and have no identity. Like that. It's just, that, yeah, I think that's huge.
1: Like if you're not yourself in this relationship, why, why should you be in that relationship?
0: Yeah, exactly. So how, how did that go then? Like once you said, okay, like, you know, I can't do this anymore. Was it a fairly easy divorce? Like I know there's a lot of different levels <laughs> to things and sometimes it's easier than others, but how did that look?
1: Um. So when I said, you know, time to get divorced, it was, if you want to get divorced, then you have to you have to do it. I'm not taking part in it. Like mm. this is your decision. So I did it. I did it all on my own. I like filed, I went to court all the time by myself. I figured oh my it God. out.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, But then on top of that, we live, we stayed living in the same house. Okay. That's for a couple months, at least. Uh, I think it was like three months we had to live in the same house. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was like, a lot but
0: <laughs> yeah we figured it out we did it. <laughs> it's it's crazy to me to think that like someone will so willingly enter into a marriage with you, but then when it comes time for something like that, they kind of just like put their hands up and it's like, okay, hey, you deal with it. Because Oh I mean, yeah, it was it took two people to get to where you are. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Which again, very relatable. I ended up um, mine was a little different. I mean, mine was more of an, like accumulation of events. And I finally one night was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I literally packed up all my stuff the next morning and moved out, which was (laughs) traumatic in a sense, looking back, I'm like, oh shit. Um, but it was more of like, I knew it was a good decision. Um, Mm -hmm but it, it was kind of the same thing. He, he was kind of just like, well, you know, if this is what you want, like he had no part in trying to help the matter or um, yeah finalize things. Like I did all mine, same thing. I went online and I filed completely, did everything. Yeah. Um, I had to get one of my best guy friends to serve him the papers because I legally wasn't allowed to so I yeah I did the same thing yeah <laughs> which... I actually
1: like texted him and I said like where will you be in an hour and then yeah. sent my friend to go <laughs> drop it off
0: <laughs> which is kind of I mean we shouldn't be laughing but it is kind of funny, funny. like laugh. <laughs> we we uh, I did the same thing it was kind of like I I can't I had to go get something or I had picked up something for Casey or something at his house and literally as soon as I left my friend wheeled in and was just like, "Hey man." <laughs> and gave him the papers and that was it yeah. and it's just it's so crazy to see kind of how people will react in those situations um and just yeah. I mean, we tried we tried going to mediator and that did not work. He didn't bring any Mm -hmm. of his paperwork, didn't do anything, and, like, the mediator was kind of a dink, I thought, and it just, I'm like, this is such a waste of time, and we never did try, like, we had kind of talked of, like, you know, maybe we should get counseling, you know, should we salvage this, but I was kind of like, I, no, I don't want to. Um, Yeah, I think there comes a point, especially um when it's gone on
1: for so long. And like, you realize that huge, like the barrier, the walls, the resentment, the trust issues, yeah. you're just like, I, I can't put like seven more years in my life to yeah. maybe not have this workout.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause it comes down to like your quality of life and, yeah. you know, do I, do I want to like put in all this hard work and like you could be and doing all the work and the inner work. And then at the end of the day, if they're like, yeah, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah. Or you, it ends up going back to like the negative things that they have yes. been doing before or. Yeah, exactly. And, and I know like, at least you guys were lucky you didn't have any kids. Um, Just dogs. That's- yes. Well, <laughs> We share our dogs still. Do you? Oh my God. Yeah. You're a good person. <laughs> Um, cause having like, and then I think everyone kind of has the idea of like, Oh, stay together for the kids. But that was my big factor of it was that I was not going to raise a kid in that household yeah, and have that relationship be the model to them. I was like, there, this is not healthy. Like, I don't want my kid growing up to think that this relationship and marriage is what he should be striving for because it was not. and. So if anyone's listening out there, I mean, obviously this is a serious topic to think over and make a decision on, but do not use your kids as an excuse to stay together because you could Mm -hmm. be doing a lot more harm than good. I feel like, yeah. Um, Okay. So kind of coming like back to the finalization and stuff, like what were the emotions that came with it when you finally got the ball rolling and was like, I'm getting divorced. It was like a huge roller coaster. Like I feel like it started with like,
1: um, I'm scared. I can't do this. Like Mm -hmm. I've. It was like, yeah. It was like a build up to basically every emotion. Like I was so sad. Like I second guess myself constantly. Like Mm -hmm. because it was so hard. Like I was on my own for the very first time in my life. Like I was so codependent with someone, and all of a sudden it's just me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, once like I took a few good big steps and I started talking to people, then I was like, I started feeling like, um, really empowered and like, yes. so proud. Like I was like, I did this, like, and especially like doing it completely on my own. Yeah. I'm just like, yep, yeah, I did this. Like,
0: <laughs> it's a huge, you go co- girl. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a huge confidence boost because especially, yeah to be so codependent on someone for like your formative adult years and then to just be thrown in (laughs) to Kate, you're doing this on your own. Like, and then having that whole opportunity of like, I can do anything. Like I have no one telling me what I can and can't do or, and you like, did you feel like you just wanted to do all the things? Like, did you have a moment of, you know, I'm just gonna, all these things that I haven't gotten to do, I'm gonna go do them right now. Basically, I, like, my biggest thing was, like, to get back with, like, my friends,
1: like, I, I felt like I had, like, missed out on so much, so I was just, like, I want to hang out with someone every single day, yeah, and I, (laughs) like, literally just do whatever I want, like, I started, you know, I couldn't watch TV before, so I would just binge watch TV, yeah, and just Just (laughs) do whatever, so,
0: yeah. Uh, it's so crazy to think cuz again same thing like I was very distanced from my close friends like it was yeah it, it, I didn't have the opportunity to hang out with them and I felt like I missed out on so much so it was like playing catch up afterwards and Definitely. I mean I probably could have handled it a little bit better I feel like that like the year after I kind of went a little not wild but <laughs> it was kinda- I was wild yeah. I'll admit it. I, went, oh. <laughs> I had to get it all out. <laughs> yes. Like you have to have, cause I never, and especially because we were so young, like I felt like I never got to do those kinds of things when I was like 17, 18, because I was already in this relationship. So all of mm-hmm. a sudden I'm like mid twenties and I'm just like, Hey, I can go and do whatever. Like obviously I had to be yeah. a responsible because being a parent, but on the off weekend when um I didn't have Casey I was just like hey like I'm just having fun I'm playing catch up yeah definitely
1: <laughs> you have to it's
0: like bottled up in your system <laughs> yes, big time so how did you cope then like what what really helped you start to like pick up the pieces and like heal from it just more time with your friends or was there anything specific um so I think yeah I was like a few different things,
1: so, um, the biggest thing was, like, definitely with friends and family support,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, that was a huge help, um, just having people be, like, yeah, it's, you're okay, it's all good, Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's amazing, so, that was big, um, I started getting into Reiki, oh, okay, um, and journaling, and, um, once I started getting into that, it was, like, you know letting out these deeper emotions mm-hmm. and taking time to like self-reflect it was like those were like huge stepping stones to yeah. like to feel okay and not feel like to get over that whole resentment and like the whole like torture of going through a divorce yes. and
0: well and even just the sense of feeling like just the failure of it all because yeah. oh yeah
1: I continued counseling too Oh, okay. good. Um, so once he stopped, like when he didn't show up to the last one, mm-hmm. um, I just rebooked them as solo, uh-huh. <laughs> solo appointments. So.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, whatever, like yeah, it was probably a good idea just to like unpack everything. Oh yeah. It was so helpful. Recommend it. <laughs> it's interesting because um, I really didn't start that, I would say in the last like year, um, I've definitely done more work on that side of things because you kind of think, Oh, you're over it, whatever it's fine. But then it kind of creeps in. There's some things that'll linger. Um, again, like I did a lot of, a lot of journaling, that kind of stuff. Um, I recently started well more consistently, I guess it was last summer, the subconscious imprinting, which I had Jen on there a few times and, um, just like digging into it because And this is kind of tying in with the next question, but did you find when you were getting into like dating and the thoughts of getting into another relationship, like did anything creep in or did you like, did it make it more difficult? Oh yeah. I, um, I
1: had a lot of like, um, when we first started dating, I would, um, I always would think he was like mad at me or it was like, like I was like oh am I doing something wrong he's like why I'm just like I don't know you're being quiet like (laughs) he's like no I'm I'm just being quiet so I'm like okay like I'm like crying for no reason oh no you don't hate me
0: (laughs) yes like a lot of um like basically insecurities within oh yeah
1: um it took a lot of like reassurance from him and like with myself to be like no like this isn't the same relationship yes I'm a completely different person Mm -hmm. he's not the same person at all so
0: which is it's interesting because you almost need that well you just need constant reassurance I find like I yeah especially right now I've had moments like that too lately where I just like overthink everything and I'm scared to bring anything up because previously if I would have done that it was thrown back at me and it was oh yeah I'm acting this way because you're not a good partner or because sure. you're not doing what you're supposed to be. So that's why, you know, my actions are validated. And so I'm finding now, cause really this is, I guess, yeah, like basically my first serious relationship post divorce. Um, yeah. Crazy. But the, just those kind of feelings of like, I don't know how like a healthy relationship looks like and mm-hmm. how do the dynamics work and i do feel that as well like tons of insecurities about it of like oh they're going to blow up over this if i bring it up because that's what you're conditioned to um yeah i was i was afraid to
1: um like if i was hanging out with someone like i'd be like yeah. hey just so you know like i'm going to go to so and so's house is that okay yeah and it was like you can do what you want like yeah you're allowed to have friends and i'm like oh wow like isn't that, I can go to
0: my friends. House. Yes, but isn't that and ah oh, to me like it just it's crazy to think because I mean no one enters into a relationship thinking that it's going to end up that way. Um, yeah, but again, I think factoring in um, factoring in age makes a big difference, and mm-hmm. the fact that we were both so young going into that kind of relationship. But it was, it was the exact same thing. Like, and just constantly thinking that you were, you know, there was going to be a fight that's going to erupt or you have to constantly Mm -hmm. seek out validation or like, for me, I was always, I felt like I was always apologizing for things. And then looking back, I'm like, that should never have been something to apologize for.
1: Oh, at the start of this new relationship, I apologized for literally anything. And it was, he was always asking, like, he was getting mad because I would
0: say sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Did you, this wasn't a question on here, but did you, like, kind of explain your situation before you guys got super? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. So he knew kind of where it would be stemming from.
1: Yeah. He, he knew what I was into, like, The previous relationship and I didn't obviously like throw it all out at once but right yeah I would explain kind of reasons why like I might (laughs) think Mm -hmm. that he's mad at me or or be afraid to like be honest about like just going to hang out with someone or something yeah so there there is still like communication anyways though yeah that was like a huge thing and I know we're gonna talk about this but yeah um (laughs) like going into a new relationship like I just really wanted to be honest and
0: and like be myself and and just like have that good foundation to yeah um Mm -hmm. did you did you ever plan like were you ever open to the idea of getting married again
1: yeah I never um I didn't feel like tainted by marriage I think it was Mm -hmm. just a relationship issue Uh, um I didn't like as soon as I got out of a marriage I wasn't like hey I'm gonna be married with a kid and three years, I, <laughs> I just thought, like, you know, I would definitely get married again, and then
0: It happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome, because
1: yeah. I
0: feel like a lot of people, and I was there, too, like, I honestly, probably for the first, probably I'd say for the first two years, I was, like, I'm not doing this again, like, it was, it just, it totally, I was like, you know, I can be with someone long-term, whatever. I don't need to get married. But you're before. afraid of the end outcome. Yes. Which is and unfortunate. It it was super unfortunate. And the fact of like, I was scared. I'm like, if I make this commitment again and it all blows up in my face, like I can't, I was like, I just, I cannot go through something like that again. Um, mm-hmm. Now, obviously I've, you know, done the work and feel better about it. Yeah. And yeah, I would do it. I wouldn't do it the exact same. Uh, I would <laughs> probably just run off somewhere and do it, um, which I'm sure my mom would hate. But I, it's, it's something that, and especially from reading the statistics, like how 66% have no intention of getting remarried again. And to me, I'm like, that's, you're just, you're kind of cutting yourself short on. Yeah. uh, I think, I think it's a, that's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of sad. Um, okay. So then, well, we kind of touched on this a little bit, but like, (laughs) so your previous divorce, like with your current relationship, so you obviously had some little things like you had to explain as you went along, like you felt like, yeah. creeped in and stuff. Like, do you still have instances of that or is it pretty much? Um, no, I think I think we finally gotten past
1: that. It was like I swear it was like six months of like not really bad because he's like just like a completely different person, but um I would have like bad moments where I would like, you know, maybe we did get in a fight and I was like, you know, so afraid of like him being too angry at me and like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I would just like go away and like cry because I was like I don't I'm afraid of him being angry but like he's not the same angry as my ex like it's not it's not I'm not yeah we're adults and we're having conversation it's not like an actual fight
0: it's it's kind of crazy to think about because the same thing like I've found myself in the last a um, little while here too of like I'm so scared to bring stuff up because I'm like if I do this <laughs> it's gonna turn into a huge fight and and then I'm constantly just like well like that's it like they're gonna they're gonna be gone like yeah. I'm always anticipating that and then which couldn't be further from the truth like yeah for sure but it's so and I, but that's on toxic relationships and what yeah. do, you do? with your whole thought process and especially even if you are with someone who is not like your ex at all and is a very decent human being it's still so easy to get caught up in those thought processes yeah it's like you're
1: still like I still felt like sometimes I was in like survival mode like yes where I I don't know like it was it would take me like so much anxiety just to like ask a question or bring up something that like made me upset or yes and the response was like so much different than I would I ever expected that I was like oh phew and then like Mm -hmm. finally after we got through like a few conversations then it was like I think I was finally like over that yeah like stress of like
0: the PTSD of my past relationship but that's but that is what it is and honestly I didn't I didn't think that was something that could happen until I started kind of my own therapy sessions and stuff as well. And Mm -hmm. she explained to me, she's like, that's a form of trauma. Like (laughs) when you go through something like that, you need to build that back up. And I was, I, I still am, I'm working through it, but it's, it's just finding that trust of being like, Hey, this bothered me. Can we talk about it? And yeah when you have that person be like, yeah, like, you know, why didn't you bring this up sooner or why didn't you tell me this before? And it's like, I'm like, I'm so afraid. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're, I'm trying to. And so it is nice when you get to that spot, but it's hard. Like, I don't know. I feel like I I have such huge sympathy for anyone who is dealing with it because that shit takes a while. Oh yeah, I think yeah. Once and then, when you're with
1: someone who actually supports you and is kind to you, then it's then
0: you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, this this is is, good. Yeah, this we can get through this. Or like kind of on the flip side too of like, you know, why are you being so nice to me? Like you're just not used to it. I was shocked because I was like, he's treating me so good. Yeah, (laughs) there's got to be something. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's insane, okay, so what is something that you've learned from your divorce or through your divorce, or however you want to word that? um, well, it definitely
1: taught me that like you know it's you i don't know it's like I learned that like I can truly get through anything. Mm-hmm. I felt like um so much stronger after this, like i um. I don't know it just like it just made me believe that like anything can happen everything happens for a reason basically yeah. and
0: yeah and,
1: and it's okay like it will be okay yes yes
0: you know I say there's like, light at the end of the tunnel like could be a long tunnel but it's there <laughs> it's gonna be there like keep and that's something like and I mean I'm not here well neither of us are here to tell people like yeah go get divorced um <laughs> But if it is something you've been contemplating or if you know will increase your quality of life or is the best decision for you <laughs> and maybe your kids or you know, whatever, you just have to know that you're going to be fine. Really lean on your support system. I think that for me, that was the hardest part was having to ask for help afterwards. Yeah, I think, well, it's because you're so scared and like, I don't know
1: if you felt like embarrassed. Yes. Or like just a failure. So it's like, you don't want,
0: you're like embarrassed to ask or just to talk Mm -hmm. about it. Well, and being so young and like, here I am, like right before my 25th birthday, I'm divorced. Like and just coming to that realization of like, shit, like what, what am I doing? And then I mean I had to move in with my parents so just having to do all that afterwards like it it was embarrassing like I avoided the grocery store for months yeah. after because I'm like I cannot see anyone
1: <laughs> yeah. it was until I got like really honest and open and just told people straight up like my whole situation and I'm like yeah and then they realized like oh hey like she's so happy now like mm-hmm. good job like
0: yeah okay. and and I think that's like i think most people's reactions would be that like hey good for you for putting yourself first good for you for yeah. recognizing that you needed to do something different um i definitely the takeaway from it was like realizing when a relationship is toxic and bad for your mental and emotional well-being and basically just you know get out of it if you can um always, you know, seek support if you can, or if you need it. Uh, and just like, just know that you're going to be taken care of. You're going to, and there's like such a good life waiting for you on the other side of it. Definitely. Like, I think if you put yourself
1: first, like it, it's going to be okay. Like you're, you're so important to yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you should be your number one. So
0: yeah. Big time. Do you have any, um, kind of regrets from being in that relationship or the time spent or is it more of like it needed to happen to get you to where you are now
1: um I I mean I don't I don't regret it I mean I do wish like I got to where I was now without having to right without married and divorced first <laughs> <laughs> but um I don't know like it definitely shaped me into who I am and like I love my life now and I yes. like. I just think like it just gave me the right pushes to like live my life yeah. a lot better and like just be happier mm-hmm. and see things a lot more positively and how I want to. So right. Um I don't yeah, I don't I don't regret it, but okay. Yeah. No, that. and
0: that's that's good. Like and I mean the biggest thing too is you can learn from that. Like yeah. You learn what's right and what's wrong. You learn like, okay, you know, I have needs and they should be met within yeah. a relationship and you can kind of apply that to whatever one is afterwards. Yeah,
1: I think it took like getting divorced and ending that relationship to really find myself and mm-hmm. and I think like I needed that.
0: Yeah. Well, and it gives you that chance to just like learn more about yourself and be with Mm. yourself. Like that was the biggest thing uh, I found was just all of a sudden I'm like, I, I don't really know much about myself. Like when I got out of that relationship, I'm like, I don't know what I want. Yeah. 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 Cause you're so caught up in what like, the other person likes or what yes, they do yes or having them tell you like oh don't be like that or you know oh yeah that's like,
1: stupid why would you do yes, that yes yes
0: or don't be crazy or or even like I think back um like even music like I I never listened to the music I liked because he thought it. was I could dumb. listen to country music yeah yeah country music is stupid yeah like and just little things like that and it yeah. took Getting out of it to be like I just all of a sudden I'm like I'm overwhelmed with all these things that I can do and learn about myself, yeah. and it's it's an interesting process, I guess, totally <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, we kind of talked about this, but like, do you have any specific advice for someone that would be going through a separation or divorce or anything? Um, Yeah. I think
1: you, you said it definitely, um, reaching out for support is so important. And like, even though like you might be scared or embarrassed, like it's, it's not anything to be embarrassed about to be making yourself happy. Like, I think it's, it's so important to just, um, just remember the goal. Like you're getting out of an unhealthy relationship or just like a relationship that isn't for you. Mm -hmm. And I think like, just keep reminding yourself, like, this is the best option for you, like, you're going to make yourself happy, or, you know, your children are going to be happier, or your dogs are going to be happier, yeah, or, like, whatever you have in your life, like, you just kind of sometimes have to remember the goal, like, you, you can do it, like, it's, it sucks, and it's hard,
0: yeah, (laughs) it's, there's light at the end of the tunnel, like I said, like, it's, yeah, and it's, it's gonna be uncomfortable, yeah, Like, I don't think there's any easy way about it. It's going to be, there's going to be super frustrating times, but again, like lean on your support system. And I mean, have that conversation. Like if someone is listening and, you know, they're in an unhealthy relationship and whether it's just like common law or it is a marriage or whatever, but if you're feeling like, you know, you know, there's some tendencies here or, you know, this isn't what I want, or this isn't doing well for me bring that conversation up. Like, especially like what you did with your sister. Um, and just like put it out there of like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. And just open that door a little bit because sometimes that's all you need. Oh yeah. The confidence and the push to be like, Hey, you can change this. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, yeah,
1: telling some, someone who is just like, yeah, that's like, that's okay. You can do it. Then you're just like, yeah. yes, yeah, I can.
0: Yeah. And if, if someone, so on the flip side of this, if someone, if you have a friend that comes to you and is like, Hey, like I'm super unhappy in my marriage. I don't know what to do. Do not brush them off. Um, yeah. it's like really sit and listen, go over the logistics with them. And at the end of the day of getting out of that relationship is what they need most to be happiest and to, like, hashtag live their best life, then support it. Like, be there for them and help them through it and through the steps because so many people, I think, think, like, oh, you know, marriage is hard. Like, you just have to stick through it and deal with it, but you don't. (laughs) No. I think, yeah, there's definitely points where it's, like,
1: you can work through it, but when – you know, it gets toxic and there's no improvement in it, mm-hmm. then it's, it's not worth it to me. Yeah. Like when it's your life.
0: Well, I'm not saying like, I'm sure there's people out there that, you know, they did the whole counseling thing and it worked and it turned around, but it takes both people to do that. Exactly. And if you're trying that and you're the only one doing the work, then really you're just wasting time and money. Yeah. Um, do you two think What's that?: I said it takes two to tango. Oh, yeah, sorry. my, uh, my lovely internet cut out there. Um, okay, yeah well, yeah, no one, that's right. like you can't, you can't try to just rebuild a relationship on your own. It, you mm-hmm. definitely need that reciprocal energy there. Do you think that you needed kind of that chapter just to like basically grow? Yeah, I think that was like,
1: I mean, I wish the chapter was a little bit shorter, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was huge shaping to who I am. And like, if it wasn't for the chain of events that happened, like, I would never ne- met my now husband. I wouldn't have a beautiful daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so when I think back to like going through that divorce, it put me in the right spot at the right time yeah. and like led me to where I am now. And it's like, you know, that divorce was great for me.
0: Yeah, and that's a good way of looking at it because I think a lot of people would look at it and say, "Oh, like that's like my tainted past and I don't want to think about it." But honestly, you can learn a lot from it. And like I'm kind of in the same boat. Like I I wish it was a a lot shorter than what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that the relationship in itself did not go on as long, but in saying that, I I did learn a lot and have been able to just like apply it to so many things and I'm ridiculously happy now. And it's like I don't I don't know if, you know, maybe if I would have went on a different path, then I might not have gotten to where I am right now. And so it's kinda like, well, and honestly, I got a really great kid out of it. So that's worth it. That is definitely my silver lining of it. Um Okay. Well, was there anything else you did you want to add in or say, or, um, did you have a divorce party when, I when did. it was official? Did yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. We had a divorce party. Um,
1: my sister's and a couple of friends and we, yeah, just Love it. got drunk and celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's done with. Yeah. It was um, fun. And then, yeah, we went and, um, Actually, no. This was a separation party.
0: Mm. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, same thing, basically. But though, still. but yeah. Partied, got drunk, and then went to the courthouse the next day and like
0: filed everything. And nice. <laughs> nice. It's such like, on like that was probably one of the best feelings I've had was when I got all the paperwork back in the mail that I had months. It took me to freaking fill it online and like many trips to the courthouse to deal with and. I got the package in the mail and it was like, had the big stamp on it and said divorced. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. Which is, you know.
1: I got like one, I got one big envelope and it came back and it said that they actually had rejected my <gasps> divorce. No. I had to go through, yes. One of my affirmations wasn't stamped. So oh, God. I had to go through another process and wait, like, another, like, six months, I think it took,
0: but, oh, Jesus,
1: but I did it on my own, so I feel like if, you know, you don't do it on your own, Mm -hmm. that probably wouldn't happen,
0: (laughs) well, yeah, because I remember I had a few times I had to go back, like, I thought I was already, I, like, had all the paperwork, I'm, like, had it all there I like handed it over to her and she's like yeah no you're missing this this and this and she's like go yeah. back and get it all ready and then come back and I was just like oh but yeah it is I don't know and and I I do know people that have gone through like actual like lawyers and courts and I I don't think mm-hmm. I could have dealt with that very well Yeah, I couldn't afford it. So it was like like kinda out of the question.
1: Yeah. If I had to pay for it, then it I'd probably still be married.
0: (laughs) God. (laughs) Well glad Glad you got it. That's good. Yeah. Um Okay, cool. Well, this was good. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I hope someone out there listening is, you know if they are contemplating, they're just, they know that they're not alone. And
0: yes, there's
1: people out there that can support them as long as they maybe just reach out a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I mean, my door is always open. So if anyone like has questions or whatever, shoot me a message. I mean, I may not have all the answers, but like, just know that there are people that will support you and help you and that divorce isn't something that should just be hush hush. And, you know, you don't have to stick anything out if it's affecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So before we wrap up in the true theme of the podcast, how do you like your coffee? At black. <laughs> do you? I yeah. just, it shocks me when people say that. <laughs>
1: Um, I cut dairy and I couldn't find a good enough creamer uh, yes. that I liked. So I just started drinking black and now it's black cold coffee
0: for this mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is not that funny. You'll make it and then forget about it. And it's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: have, I could, I have ample time. I could drink it hot, but it's still always cold.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. Okay. And then on the flip side of it, do you have any high hopes or goals for your year ahead?
1: oh um definitely get back into my um business of massage
0: therapy and yes basically it make people happy and nice and relaxed yeah I love it that'll be nice um and hopefully by then well I don't know who knows with the whole situation in the world but maybe (laughs) by then it'll be a little easier for you yeah I hope so
1: dressed up in um
0: full ppe yeah looking too fun (laughs) god hey okay well thank you so much thanks for sharing your side of things and opening up about it um it's just i i feel like it's it's needed we need to talk about this kind of stuff so i'll just uh oh when you open back up and everything tell people where they can find you
1: um so right now in edmonton i'm working at uh it's called Denuo Therapeutic Massage. Okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's
0: yegmt.natalie. <laughs> okay. Love it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay. I'll just do my little spiel then. So thank you everyone for listening. Make sure you're following along on Instagram and Facebook, just at Caffeine and High Hopes rate and review and subscribe let us know what you thought of the episode and stay tuned for some more merch i just put out the latest order for the crewnecks but now we also are going to have hats available which i'm super excited about and yeah thank you again for tuning in